You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. The Jets hoping to finish off this game as Hall carries again. It's a first down. Muddling down the sideline. It's still going, and in for a Jets touchdown. And Brees Hall with the finishing touches. The man who once decided that he did not want to coach the team that rallied at Weeb Eubank Hall now falls victim to a score from Brees Hall at the stadium that he has coached in so successfully for over two decades. A day where the weather conditions emulated the season, the mood of the fans, and how things have gone the last couple of years for the legendary coach of your New England Patriots, who today falls to 38-12 and 12 overall as the HC of the NEP versus the GDNYJ. As what could possibly be Bill Belichick's final game as the coach, general manager, the man behind your New England Patriots loses 17-3 to at home to the New York Jets, securing a better draft pick for the New England Patriots, but leaving so much uncertain about his future, the future of the franchise, and where everything is headed. Hello, everybody. This is your old pal Nick Fitzy-Stevens. Coming to you today on the Six Rings Post Game Show, live from Boston Sports Original, 93.7 FM, WEEI, WEEI.com, the Odyssey app, and all across our fabulous affiliates. You can get in touch with us at any point during the program at 617-779-7937. The socials, of course, at FitzyGFY, at Jumbo Heart and at WEEI. And, of course, our message line is 37. 
93.7. We'll be with you today until 7.30, at which point we will throw it to Westwood One's coverage of what is basically a playoff game tonight in the AFC East. Imagine what it's like to actually be in the AFC East and have an exciting football game in January or the end of the season. will be the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. Of course, we will hear from Bill Belichick. We'll hear from Patriots quarterback Bailey Zappi. We'll connect with our beat-down reporter, who certainly isn't all up in his good Foxborough fields these days. Our guy, Mike Cadlick. We'll hear from Christian Fourier and so many more. And, of course, you at 617-779-7937. Andy, uh, from our communications before the show today, from everything I gleaned from you on the socials, and then some... You're in a particular mood today, which is fine because we could use a little spirit. We could use a little something that they didn't really show much of out here today from the fans to the fans in the stands to the players on the field. Some fight, some pep, some push. Uh, what are your – I mean, before we even try to get grand picture, because we're going to spend the majority of today's show, I'm sure, talking grand picture, the history of Belichick and where the franchise goes from here. Just your initial quick thoughts on what went down today at Foxborough. It was ugly. I thought it was ugly on the field, offensively. Um, it's probably somewhat appropriate that we started the year saying on July 20-whatever that the offensive line stinks, and we end the year on January 7th, 2024, saying the offensive line stinks. Um, Bailey Zappi was under pressure all day. Bailey Zappi did not play well. Certainly the conditions that Robert Sala told Fox were some of the worst he's ever taken part in uh, were a part of that. But just from start to finish, an ugly football game, and I would include your people in that, the Foxborough quote-unquote faithful. Ah, get out of here. I, I was really disappointed in the home crowd, or lack thereof. Under 40,000 people for what was widely reported and presumed to be Bill Belichick's final game with the New England Patriots. Before the game, uh, Jay Glazer on Fox kind of said definitively, he gone with a big graphic of gone behind him. But we've been saying it, most people have been saying it, and if you thought there was a chance of it, I think you should have bent over backwards to get your ass in a seat at Foxborough today, and uh, nobody did. I can tell you one thing, proud of my kid. About 11, he said, you know what, I'm going up there and I'm going to the game, and he and his buddies went in to see Belichick's final game. Um, but we I, believe I, it is not I, confirmed or certain, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's his final game. We can say, well, Jake Glazer's not wrong. Jake Glazer's the best in the business. When he stands in front of something that says gone, it would be the worst mistake of his career, and he doesn't have a lot of them. He's far more accurate than Schefter, Crapsheet, any of them. I believe Bill Belichick is gone. I believe the decision's been made for a while now. Um, but the, are, they're your people. I, I credit you and Jerry Thornton for creating um, the certain fan base that has existed for two decades of success. And now the going got tough, and their head coach was being asked to leave. And they didn't have his back. There was nobody on that wall. Oh, there, was there were a lot of people here today. There were signs posted on roads, access roads. Fitzy, there were 38,000 people there. Yeah, it holds I know, 65,000. Also, I understand. That's embarrassing. I, I full well understand. Uh, my face is still trying to warm up from the conditions out there. Uh, 31 degrees, 20-mile-an-hour winds, rain, okay. snow, okay. sleet. Yeah, I listen. Hey. I, to to each his own. If people didn't want to make the commute, yeah, I don't want to hear you know, you're a faithful fan base. I don't want to hear like oh, all these like on, we're the greatest please. fans on this the planet. Is not this is the greatest listen, coach in what you people tell me is the history of sports. You're turning left. this into a referendum on Patriots fans already. I looked My at God. The, no, it was a referendum around one when everybody looked and said, "Holy crap, the stadium's empty." Yeah, Bill's Fitzy on our text thread, he already said you people, so we got I, that I, out of the way. I, oh, I know. don't know what you want me to tell you. I, I'm just telling you the facts, just like I'll do about the game, and we'll talk about the highs and the lows. And yes, all the I full well understand. Down. Trust me, Andy. When I was standing on the field at halftime, 
with James White and uh, Malcolm Butler, which was quite a thrill. And we're and we're interviewing and we're talking to people. Uh, I looked up in the stands and I saw just as much white. And no, I'm not talking about Caucasian citizens of Patriots Nation. I'm talking about snow-filled seats. Also, by the way, uh, just a cautionary note to everybody in the future. It's probably not best when people are being interviewed on the field to have streakers running down on the field, crashing into. We had leaf blowers going off. I mean, it was just an absolute scene of utter chaos. The ones who showed up, they came. They came. Uh, they were, uh, uh, dare we say, hydrated. They were lubed sure. up. Sure. It was a raucous mood in the stadium Real today. But a lot of people, Andy, we talked about this going down the stretch in terms of football that people would be making business decisions. People would be deciding if they want to go in hard on that tackle, if they want to try to break up that pass, if they're going to really be giving their all on the line of scrimmage. You know, we're not even just talking about the Trent Browns. We're talking about people who may very well be impending free agents who could be looking at five, six, and seven-figure deals. Go, uh, excuse me, six, seven, eight, nine-figure deals. Who knows going forward? They might be making business decisions. I think a lot of fans whether they decided to protest what they believed to be the end of the Bill Belichick era, whether they just actually didn't want to come down here, catch pneumonia, catch their whatever, whatever it is. People were making business decisions on the field. Fans were making business decisions in the stands as well. To each his own, I will yeah, say, I think if you, had you salute the diehards. You salute the diehards and the, and the Foxborough fanimals who Absolutely. came out to say That's where I said, farewell. real fans showed up. 38,000 real fans showed up. And the rest of the fraud stayed home. And if you had any hope of a last-ditch effort of convincing Robert Kraft that Bill should stay, it ended when you quit on your coach. Because the team has never quit on its coach. Never. The team fought to the finish. Jabril Peppers is picking up late-hit flags because of the way he plays to the finish. Vidarian Lowe is diving on loose balls. They played to the absolute fi- They're not good. They're not a good football team. They no, played they to played, the finish. They tried their ass off. That's Asses, damn sure. And the fans gave up on their coach. And if you know Robert Kraft cares what fans think, how they vote with their they attendance, their money, their viewership. They didn't just give up on their, their coach viewership. per se now. I mean, there have been people that have been upset. Now, look, this this can open up a whole can of worms. If this was a playoff and, game, do you think there would have been 20,000 empty seats? Oh, heck no. no. We so were, it had nothing to were... do with the weather or the cold. It had to do whether you wanted to be there, whether you cared enough to be there for whatever reason, because it's a game, because you're a season ticket holder, because you you know, want to honor Bill Belichick and give him a standing ovation, you didn't show up. But you people didn't, didn't show up. want to show up in these conditions, Andy. That's my point. Okay, it, You so just said you if real, it was a playoff really game, think... they would have shown up. Yes, this so was not a playoff game. So they cared less about Bill Belichick fact, this was a, a toilet game. bowl. This was the most... It was you know, Bill Belichick's can... final game with the Patriots, and the fans turned their back on him. What do you want the... Uh, honestly, what do you want the fans to do? Show up? It's not that hard. Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Uh, it, it, it coming for some people, Andy, in certain conditions, whether it's you know not wanting to sit and freeze their face off or freeze their ass. You just off, said it. Want driving. to? It's not. It's a want to, not a can't. They can do it. They didn't want to. Yeah, it's very. There's simple. a lot of things we can and can't do. There's a lot of things we want and want and do not want to do as well. Correct. I think there were a lot of people who just decided they're done. They are ready it wasn't to move worth on. It. What right, else? Do you, I, I mean, what other? See, but, but instead of turning this into so, if this was some Tom Brady's last game, Patriots would they have been fans, there? If it, if it was Tom Brady's last game, would they have been there? Uh, you, you weren't even uh, – actually, they were here for Tom Brady's last game in similar no, 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 I said this one. Conditions. If we knew, in all likelihood, oh this is God. Tom Brady's I mean, last it, game, the would guy, they have been there? We got three, I, got, I got to deal with three, three hours and five more minutes of this crap? No. I mean, you can change the topic anytime. You're the big bad host. 
You asked I, me what I thought. I thought I it was you, embarrassing that 38,000 people the game. Yes, up. you have now gone on for seven minutes about how, what okay, bad you not want me to Patriots talk? Are. I can let no. you do the whole damn post-game show if you want, oh, if you watch the game sakes. today. I, I have no idea. Yes, But if you I ask was, for my opinion, I'm going to give it to here. you. I was here. If you ask for my opinion, I'm going to give it to you. You have given me your opinion, yes, on the Patriots fans now. I full okay, well understand you don't want to hear it because these are your people and you'll feel badly that we're talking badly I about your people. I do not feel badly about, quote, Are they my up on people. the wall? Is that why they weren't at the game? Oh, my God. Oh, the Six Rings postgame show brought to you by Relentless Antagonism, folks. Try it on today. It's the preferred method of Andy Hart, Relentless Antagonism. Nope, just objective analysis and hey, observations. I got it. Okay, we got it. Yes, okay, the fans did not show up today. We have the worst fan base in the world. They're no, fair weather that. fans. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. Don't put oh. words in my mouth. Okay. Because cool. I didn't say that. All right. As was famously said on this station, you're not smart enough to put words in my mouth. Never said that. Okay. What? What? All right. Let's let's go ahead and summarize the. It was a bad effort by the fans. Okay. And and if you were, had any hope of changing Robert Kraft's mind in any way, influencing the decision. Not going to the game was not a great tactic. Well, the money. The, listen, the hay is in the barn. The money has long since been deposited. You could you could tell well even before today's game, as the forecast got worse over the course of the week. You had to know that fans weren't going to be showing up, and you couldn't imagine that at this point. I think if any if anything else, if you've got a fan base that is, I don't know. I guess we'll say seemingly split at this point over. Do you want Bill to return, and are you ready for change in town? The I'm ready for change, and I'm done with the Bill Belichick era fans made their point clear, and the ones who wanted to say farewell or the ones who wanted to show up and show out for their coach certainly made a point of doing so as well today. It's not like the stadium was completely empty, but it's not like it was full in any stretch, and I doubt that if this place had 68,000 people, all actually, it's 64 now. Ever since they made the new club in the end zone with the lighthouse and everything, but at, if you had 64,000 people in full attendance, dressed to the nines, full-throated, screaming, cheering, going absolutely bananas with the product that you saw on the field, just in terms of the game and what attendance has been like in good weather and in bad, I don't think there is anything in the world, save for I don't. Uh, a time machine or Tom Brady deciding to unretire and say, I'll only play again if Bill Belichick is my head coach on the New England Patriots, that would save Bill Belichick's job. If we're to believe anything we heard from weeks and months ago from Tom Curran that a decision was made, and now, of course, we've heard a million times on the way and up to today as well, that a decision hasn't necessarily been made, that there's going to be the great powwow, the conference, the meeting of the minds tomorrow here at the stadium or somewhere around here as well, where a decision will be made or maybe some sort of negotiation will take place. I don't know. I, for one, I for one, probably even thought there would be less attendance today at the game just because of the conditions, because of the road environment, because of how it felt. Yeah, it was empty out around the stadium today. Yeah, there was large, broad swaths of empty seats as well. If people have prepaid for their tickets and they choose not to go, that's their prerogative, and their, the message can be sent, heard, loud, clear, and understood. And I think this now pretty much seals the deal in terms of what ownership will probably likely say is the last reason why they believe change coming to Foxborough is necessary. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, that we will see over time. We're going to have a long time on this postgame show in the days and weeks to come as well to unpack, analyze, dissect, argue over that, and then some as well. 
I, 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 for one, think at this point now, change is probably for the better, even though this is a legendary coach. Many of, may, I doubt there are many other minds that know more about the game than Bill Belichick right now. But coming off of what we read this week in The Athletic and the Boston Herald about disorganization and dysfunction, coaches and personnel, people and players, all not on the same page. I mean, can we at least agree that if you can't get everybody together on the same page, everyone wanting to just pick up an oar and try to row the boat ashore, everyone hoping to do whatever they can to make sure that the plane lands, let alone has a smooth flight, then if that's the case, then some organizational change needs to be brought about. And I think that's what we're, I think we can both agree that that's what we're staring down the barrel of right now. Yeah, I mean, I've assumed for months and known for a while now that it was likely he was gone. I mean, that that's just the reality um, of the situation. But, you know, Mike Reese says there's no decisions been made. And I think most people believe Mike Reese is the best reporter on the Patriots beat. And if he says that, I'll take him at his uh, sourcing, at his knowledge. And if the meeting is tomorrow and people are saying, you know, Bill can be very persuasive when he wants to be and he might be able to give up some power, paint a picture of he's the right guy under the right circumstances. I don't know. If I were a true Bill Belichick fan, I would have been at Gillette today trying to start a chant that says, we want Bill. The opposite of what took place in Detroit a while ago, sell the team, where the owners got fans telling him to sell the team as they lose their 28th straight game or whatever it was. Um, I would have been trying to influence the process with 68,000 people chanting, we want Bill, we want Bill. And that was never going to happen because only 38,000 showed up. Yes, we yes we once again for everyone who was keeping track at home, there were thirty eight thousand people. I know you want to today. ignore it. I'm not I'm, going but to. But this is not the. This will not be at the, the post game show of the game that they didn't go to. Is not the time to talk about the attendance at the game. There's so much. No, you can talk about the attendance at the game. All you. What do you like want to talk is, about? All, Kevin oh. Harris. He showed me something. Yes. I still like Kevin let's talk, Harris. Let, let's 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 see that tackle top, for a loss with Anthony top Jennings. Top ten plays today from him. Kevin Harris. Let's do I'd let's do Jalen Rager's top five uh, plays today. I don't know. Five might be a stretch. I'd like to cut those numbers in about a third, and I'd be able to fill those out for the individual players. Did anybody? Let me ask you this. Yeah. It, considering now that everyone who was on the field today in a Patriots uniform, once again, everyone, you're listening to the. Six Rings and 38,000 Fans postgame show live here on Boston Sports Original. WEEI 93.7 FM and wherever you happen to take in the Boston Sports Original all across the WEEI uh, affiliates as well, the Odyssey app and beyond. It's the Six Rings guys, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart. If you had a chance today and you were watching this game and you are, let's say you are insert name of whoever is going to be in charge of personnel, coaching, coordinating, whatever for the New England Patriots going forward. When you watch this game today, who stuck out in a positive and or negative capacity? But let's start with the positive first because as we like to uh, try to remind everyone, we're doing everything we can. It's 2024. It's a new year. The 2023 season has mercifully been put to rest. Your New England Patriots are 4-13. and It's Bill Belichick's worst record, unfortunately, as head coach of the New England Patriots. The most losses that they've had during Robert Kraft's ownership and stewardship, uh, stewarding of the Patriots franchise as well. We're trying to stay positive, and we're looking for the helpers, Andy. Who today, in a game that, obviously, there was not a lot of fan energy. There was not a lot of electricity. The conditions were miserable. You could barely see the field. You had leaf blowers out all the time. At times, it looked like there was television static for a visual environment on the field. Jets and Patriots, obviously the Jets played a little bit better, had a little more talent. They got the win. 
Who stood out to you from a Patriots perspective, if you're that next head coach, that next GM, the next coordinators, who's, whose play today said, hey, you know what? I want that guy as part of the team next year and maybe a few more going forward. You know, it's, it's going to be funny, my first answer, because I think he's the only guy that I saw make a business decision today for the negative, and that'd be Ezekiel Elliott. Now, he was throwing a hospital ball, ball on the third play of the game by uh, Bailey Zappi, and he, uh, he kind of alligator-armed it. I would have, too. I got four wins. It's the finale. Of I believe a, it was a called lost. a business decision. There. Absolutely. A smart mm-hmm. decision. And I, for everything he's done, the cachet he's earned over the course of his, whatever it's now been, six months as a Patriot, mm-hmm. I give him a break on that. But otherwise, he was the centerpiece of the offense. If they wanted to move the ball, they either had to hand it to Ezekiel Elliott or throw it to Ezekiel Elliott. We've talked about this. I think he can probably find greener grass where he can fill out this role on a contender or competitor. But... Uh, I, Ezekiel Elliott can play for my team any day, and I would say the same thing about Jabril Peppers. He has that hit, which it's 2024. It's going to get a flag. It just is. You hit somebody in the head late, even if it's just with your chest plate or however the contact came. But then he immediately apologizes, and then immediately is still hitting people like he's trying to kill them. Like, I love everything Mm -hmm. about Jabril Peppers. Those two absolutely are the types of dogs that I would like on my team to finish. It's, it's unfortunate that they're older and they might even be guys looking for, you know, to avoid rebuilds and bridge years and the things that we're going to talk about over the next year or two for the Patriots. Um, but those guys, I thought they brought veteran leadership. And, you know, obviously there's others. You know, I think Farrell Brown is a is a tough guy. He was taking on the whole Jets for a little bit there in the fourth quarter. A couple there's someone plays. who cared. Uh, he cares. Um, unfortunately, these guys are either... I mean, I guess Peppers is in the prime of his career. Peppers is a little different case. But, like, Zeke is on the back nine. Farrell Brown is kind of who he is. He's a third tight end. Um, you didn't you have a lot those, of... Sometimes you need the, like, you no, know, you there are them. certain yeah. aspects of your garden, of your backyard, of the in-ground pool that aren't exactly the sexiest, but you need all certain pieces to hold together a foundation, you build a construct. You, you yeah, can't you just really... can't, you can't build on You can't yeah. build on or around them, but they're necessary components yes. i agree with you farrow brown he can he can stick around if zeke was interested in being a complimentary back uh taking on more of a leadership role next year as well something that i imagine whoever is in charge of the new england patriots next year be it bill belichick gerard mayo mike frable or insert name of other coach here they would they're probably going to need more of these guys because you're going to lose matthew slater you may very well, if the New England Patriots social media were any tipping point today, you could very well lose David Andrews because maybe he's got a, he's been very emotional in his discussing what his future is going to be like, whether he's playing football at all, let alone in Foxborough. Uh, real quick days. to interject there, Mike Reese just tweeted, David Andrews said uh, that he's not done yet in the NFL after nine seasons. Quote, still think I have something left in the tank, he says. There we go. All right. See, now we're getting some answers. There are your helpers. There are your building blocks right there. Let's hope he continues his career here in Foxborough as well. All right. We got to catch a break. Let's catch up on everything and get the show in order. We'll pay some bills. We'll be back in just a few minutes here as the Six Rings postgame show on WEI continues. You can give us a shout at any time, 617-779-7937. We'll have Belichick. We'll have Zappy, and we'll have you. We're here with you till 730. It's the Six Rings postgame show live from WEI after the farewell possibly to Bill Belichick. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, this was probably my first time in weather like this is this bad. Um... Um, as far as throwing the ball, I mean, yeah, think about it. I mean, the wind's blowing a little bit. Um, if it's snowing hard enough, then that affects, you know, how the ball spins. If it hits the ball, I mean, things like that just come into effect. And But the biggest thing is just when the snow, like, starts building up on the field, um, receivers getting in and out of the breaks. I mean, it's hard. Your foot, your, half your foot's stuck into snow. I mean, it's hard. So, I mean, that's all kind of goes in together. I mean, there's no excuses. Both teams have to play in it. So, I mean, um can't sit up here and say, you know, the weather screwed us. I mean, both teams had playing it. Bailey, were you playing today thinking about Bill Belichick on your mind, that it might be his last game? Did that cross your mind and change anything the way you did out there? No. Um, I mean, if it is, it isn't. I'm sure they'll decide that in the offseason. Um, for me, I was just trying to win. Um, didn't do enough, obviously. So it's the last one. Um, you gotta go back to the drawing board in off season and get ready for next year. That play by Vidarian Low late in the game. Just what did you think of that effort from him uh, late in the game? Yeah, that was. I mean, that's phenomenal effort. I mean, that gives us gave us another chance to you know have more plays, to have more opportunities to go down there and score. Um, for him to be able to you know go and make that play, um, like I said, just you know. Kind of gives you a little bit of juice, kind of momentum, maybe a little bit, um, you know. But you know, we weren't able to capitalize on it. Bailey, how would you describe just this season from coming in for the off-season program, you know, preseason, everything that unfolded there to standing here now? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that um, you know I feel like I improved on. Uh, there's a lot of things that going into this off-season, talking with the coaches, I'm sure this week. There's some things I'm going to have to, you know, fix and get right before next year, of course. Um, turnovers is one of them. Um, you know, starting from, you know, when I first season started being cut and out of here, I mean, it's I mean, it's a blessing, of course, to be standing here today. Uh, but, you know, I wish we came out with a win, of course. But, you know, there's a lot of things i got to get better at this offseason so we can, you know, come win games next year. Can you talk about the fourth and one uh, to Farrell? How long has that play been in the bank, waiting to use it? Was it this week? And was it harder throwing on that side of the field? It seemed like the wind might have been in your face a little bit there or sideways. And, you know, was it underthrown a bit or was he open in your in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, we usually have um, a few of those plays in the game, uh, game plan. Um, I'm sure that play, I think we've had it for a few weeks, of course. Uh, you know, it's just the right time for it. Um, I, w I would say, yeah, I think it was a little underthrown. I think if I put it maybe, I mean, six inches further, he catches it. 
Um, I left it a little bit short. The guy was able to put his hand in between Farrell's arms, um, and that just you know that falls on the quarterback ball placement and things like that. That um, at my job you have to be able to do. After spending two years here, your rookie season, your second season in the league, starting in each season, learning a lot from Bill, what do you take away the most from these first two years of you in the NFL and learning from Bill Belichick? Yeah, I mean, um, can't win until you keep from losing. Um, the more you turn the ball over, the more opportunities you give. The opposing offense is, you know, less opportunities that you get. Um, so that's the biggest thing. And, of course, you know, you look back at the last two weeks, um, you know, turnovers were a thing that, you know, kind of haunted us as offense. And going into this offseason, you know, just going to have to clean some of that stuff up, watch film, understand what you did wrong, fix it, and then again get ready for next year. Um, and can't come in the next, you can't say that and then come next year turn the ball over. you got to fix those things. Thank you, Bailey. Thank you. That was, and we apologize for breaking in in the middle of a commercial break, that was Patriots quarterback Bailey Zappi at the podium rather quickly after the end of today's game, a 17-3 final score of a win for the New York Jets over the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick does not end the 2023 season with a win. Bill Belichick potentially does not get to end his career as the coach of the New England Patriots by doing what he did so many times, beating the Jets. That was the Jets' first win against the New England Patriots since, excuse me, December of 2015, that last one, an overtime win piloted by Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, throwing a touchdown pass in overtime to Eric Decker at MetLife Stadium. Uh, these were tough conditions for playing in, no doubt about it today. The footing, the sledding, if you will, were messy. Uh, there was wind, obviously, and the Patriots were kind of compromised as well offensively. Tyquan Thornton was uh, an inactive today as well, so... You know that Juju Smith-Schuster had been put on the shelf a while ago. Andy, there was no Hunter Henry today. He missed the last three games. His season came to an abrupt end a while ago. Uh, that, could that be his last game in a Patriots uniform? Uh, we don't know. Obviously, Ramondre Stevenson has been on IR for a while as well. So for Bailey Zappi to go against a Jets team that was out to win because Robert Sala will be back with the New York Jets next year, we believe. So they were motivated. They wanted to take the smile off of Belichick's face. They wanted to send whatever fans were in attendance home unhappy. Uh, who knows if some of the ones in attendance were happy because they wanted the Patriots to lose. We, as Patriots fans and as a region right now, are so torn between I want them to win, I don't want them to win. I can never root against them, but also I want a new quarterback and a higher draft pick. Uh, I was That would... The, these conditions today and everything, all the variables that factored into Bailey Zappi, Q being for the Patriots today, you want to talk about just a tough sim, like a tough set of conditions for anyone. Now, I know the winners and, the, and the, the hot shots and the all-stars can find ways to win even with that lack of talent around him as well. But, I mean, what more could you have expected when you saw who was playing today, who was playing against the Patriots, what he had for weapons, if you will, and what the conditions were like? He's a gamer, and I know a lot of people got mad at me because I tweeted that. Literally, people were like, what do you mean? He stinks. He sucks. He's a third-string emergency QB at best. Okay, I didn't say he was good. I believe I actually tweeted, for all his faults, Zappy's a gamer. He had that late run where he dove for the, the pylon trying to pick up a first down. He's physically limited. 
He was playing in snow for the first time in his life in conditions that the mm-hmm. opposing defensive coach said, these are some of the worst I've ever seen and been a part of. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't good. You're right. He has no weapons. He's got nobody to throw to. And the guys he was throwing to, there was one point he had completed six passes, one each to uh, different receivers. But, you know, it was basically dump it off to Elliott. He was the mm-hmm. leading receiver with like five catches on the day. He hits one to Rager. He hits one to, to Demario Douglas, whatever. You don't have Hunter Henry. You don't have any big play threats. Or I mean, Garrett Wilson made some plays for them. Brees Hall made some plays for them. That was the difference, I thought. Like, they have a few young playmakers offensively because their quarterback stunk too, Trevor Simeon. He's a backup too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had some guys that made a few plays for him here or there offensively. Obviously, Brees Hall had a really nice day running the ball consistently. But we, I think we've all been honest with what Bailey Zappi is. Probably at best a backup. He I, I, And I give him... Um, credit um i think it's admirable the way he speaks like he goes about his business like bailey zappi is the starting quarterback for the new england patriots in 2024 and he should like i've always believed whether it's eli are you elite yeah i believe i'm elite or a cornerback am i a number one corner you're damn right i am because if i don't believe in me it's like fitzy and hart do we think we're great on the radio you're damn right we do there might be a reason people only put us on on nights and weekends, but that's for other people to that's decide. That's their mistake, not that, ours. We think we're good on the radio. We think we're entertaining and smart and all these things. He should think he's the starting quarterback for the Patriots. But, I mean, you saw some of those throws. I don't think he has the biggest hands, and I don't think – I think he lost grip on the ball a few times. Um, and there were some close throws. Like, he just missed the Farrell Brown on that fourth down. That's a uh. game-changing play if he throws it – you know, 12, 18 inches further and leads him down the field. Instead, it's underthrown, lets the linebacker get his arm in there. It's incomplete. So I like Bailey Zappi. Do I want Bailey Zappi to compete for a backup role? Absolutely. Do I want him to be competing for, like, the job? Absolutely not. I Yeah, if Bailey Zappi is doing more than trying to keep the seat warm, being a gamer, uh, trying to tune up whoever the whether it's a veteran quarterback, and I think that's how your room will look next year, folks. Uh, I think most of us can agree, Andy, that it's probably going to be, uh, if I had to guess, a a veteran, a zappy, and a draft pick. That'll You're likely damn be right. your quarterback room next week. You need a little. Well, speaking continuity. of, that also means the loss yep. puts them in the top three, and depending on well, the commanders, it could be up to number two. Right now, in the it caught up in the moment, you're at number two. Now. The now the Falcons did not them. win, correct, gentlemen? Yes, oh, the Saints they did win. destroyed them. Oh, this, that's yeah, bad. I saw that Olave touchdown. Oh, now that's bad for the strength of scheduling. Bad. So now Damn outside it. of Washington, and not to get lost in the draft pick weeds or go too far down that hole just quite yet, but if I'm not mistaken, uh, at this point now, unless the Washington Commanders in what will be Riverboat Ron's farewell game, and he is all but assured of his, his dismissal, um, yes. not after he actually game. said it. Did you hear him the other day? I've had some great memories here. He goes, now you got me doing it. <laughs> yeah, but like, but did you also hear the other day that he said he's only been able to just be the coach and not oh, yeah. get involved? The excuse in all making the- has started already well, for Ron. I, I think I, they well, put him. They utilized him as a shield against like that terrible culture and sexual harassment. They're like, you know, our coach is a really nice guy who beat cancer, right? Our coach, he runs the organization. He's a really nice guy who beat cancer. They used him as a shield to try to protect themselves. Yeah, he kind of got put into a oh, bit port. of a tough like yeah, I, I would kind of say uh, a tough situation having to deal with the Daniel Snyder dysfunction and debacle. Yep. But he took the job. But he did. He still collected that check. It is, uh, by the way, uh, for anyone who's interested, uh, those who are Tankathon subscribers, it is seven to nothing Cowboys in a game where if Dallas wins the game, 
they are your NFC East champions, and that would drop the Philadelphia Eagles, who at one point seemed like an absolute frat. I was going to say freight train and wagon, and I almost said fragging. Uh, they were a bit of a runaway favorite for the Super Bowl. That would drop them all the way to the five seed, I believe, setting up. Uh, we have some great super, uh, some great wild, super wild card. I have to say it correctly, yes. Branding is everything, Fitzy. Uh, some great super wild card weekend matchups coming up, which will not include, of all things, just a quick note here, a, a real head-scratcher and a stunner, the Jaguars. Oh, man, you want to talk about just an absolute, talk about a bed-crapping. Just they fell apart, something horrible. At one point, they were 8-3, and three, Andy, and they were competing for the top spot in the AFC. This was worse than the Patriots at one point being 9-4 and four and holding on to the top spot heading into the bye. That team, of course, finished 10-7 and seven and got decimated in the opening round. The Jags don't even make the playoffs this year. Trevor Lawrence and company at once a uh, an, uh, a forerunner for the, the top seed in the conference now just completely dismissed. I mean, NFL 2023 is a drug unlike any other I think any fans in the area can remember. You know what's, I think, really disappointing about that? It was the year of the backup quarterback, and yet... He's supposed to be a generational starting quarterback, he's, right? Like, but see, he got hurt a lot this year. Now, I know that's an excuse, but he's de- – I mean, like, Andy, he's got, like, the hand – I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, he had the ba- high-sprained ankle. His knee was dinged up. He had a concussion. And there may or field? may not have been a wrist or a thumb as well in there. Like, he looks like an operate the operation board. Like, everything's lit up all at once on Trevor Lawrence. This is where I take your side of the street. Yeah, and I watched Tom Brady have his thumb pop out his skin, and you know what he did? Win. I watched right. Tom, I watched Tom Brady play with a. I've seen the I've seen the photos from that day when the thumb was torn yes. in half. But there, but there's only one Tom. I mean, there literally is only one Tom Brady, and I don't know. But there's. I greatness. think the more we try there's to compare greatness. people to him, it's a disservice to Brady. Oh, I just think if you're supposed to be a generational talent, who for three years we say you're number one overall, and you're going to take teams to new heights. It comes with the territory. You can you can bow away from it, shy away from it, then also shy away from being number one overall, shy away from the contract that comes with it, shy away from all that. With there great is now power not comes a sing- great expectations. There is now not a single quarterback uh, from the 2021 draft class, I mean, that I would say anybody probably feels super comfortable building a, a, a franchise, let alone a, a playoff perennial playoff contender around. At this point now, maybe Justin Fields will end up being the best quarterback, but who knows how his team is going to handle him as the Bears are currently in a dogfight with the Packers. Packers win, and they are in the playoffs today as well. For all we know, Justin Fields, for finally developing and rounding into uh, a bit of an overall talent and a, and a perennial offensive threat from anywhere on the field he may get dealt away this offseason so the bears who own the panthers draft pick number one overall could take caleb williams so many details so many permutations so many variables so many empty seats sadly today at the stadium and we've got so much time to parse it over with you the good people of weei patriots nation and beyond 617-779-7937 is your telephone number quick break we'll try to get back on clock and calendar this is the six rings post game show with fitzy and hart live on weei when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. 
Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, boy. These my peeps? Any of the Boys to Men songs oh. could easily apply to the mood, the vibe, the show, the team, the legacy. I thought Just maybe you were going to go with a little... Me. A little... Well, no. Nobody wants to have love to them made. No, have love. Nope. That's all right. You said any boys to men. Okay. I, I should say rather. Let me. I, I. Considering how the show has gone thus far, I should be extra, extra careful with my words from now until seven twenty-three p.m. Uh, any of the greatest hits, if you will, uh, the the songs that everyone knows to be about breakup, farewell, it's goodbye, so and hard. beyond. To say goodbye. Yep, once again, not going to worry about Spotify saying that they're going to claim copyright on that one. It's all Especially good. when you don't show up for the game to say goodbye. Yeah, it's it's so hard when you're not there to When say you stayed goodbye. home because you're on your couch nice and warm. Yeah, this isn't we, even that one. It's end of the road. No, yeah, I know. I know. We have, we I'm intentionally understand singing that. other saying, songs. I was saying it's so hard Jesus to say God. goodbye to yesterday, Joe. Jesus, wow. Whoever Everybody's in a mood tonight. Can we just lighten up? <laughs> just because it's the end of a dynasty and the era as we know it is over is no reason for us to all lose our minds. Andy, my night is going to end in beers, checks mix, and a really good sleep. I'm in a terrific mood, all things considered. Same, but change it to eggnog, ice cream, and then my belly ache. <laughs> so it's a little different. Ah, uh, you really, you really are the quote superhero that the Gotham n- needs it uh, rather doesn't deserve but needs it a moment. You like want to hear the cheap shot I took last it, night at dinner? Went out to dinner for my wife's birthday and somebody else's birthday. Joint dinner at a Mexican place, and one of okay. my son's friends sees what I ordered. I ordered a three-part combination where you get to pick three different things, and this massive platter comes. He goes, "What are you in uh, bulk phase? You're trying to bulk up a little bit or something?" Wow, oh, little son of a bitch. I am in awaken 180 maintenance phase, and I am slim as the day I ended the program. Wait, wait one of your one of your one of your sons, your son who was at the game today's friends, actually busted your chops at the table. Oh, yeah. These are my peeps. They call me Jumbo. I get along very well with the young lads. We have a good relationship. Yeah, no, that's great that they should be. What you're hip with the kids lingo? Uh, I got mad Riz, yo. Don't tell my wife. Wow. Mad Riz, yo. It's Fitzy and Mad Riz here on the Six Rings Post Game Show. You can get in touch with us at any point, 617-779-7937. I celebrate anyone who goes for a three-part combo platter at a Mexican oh, restaurant. So good. Why, why not? I, and, go and big or do, go and, home. And when and you go home, go to the And if you don't do refried beans, do you even refried beans, not refried oh, brains. so good. That's the zombie Mexican restaurant. That's a different place. No, the refried beans, and then they put that, uh, what do they call that, fresca cheese or something on it? Uh, queso fresco. Oh, bueno. Queso, queso fresco. Uh, we have heard so far at the podium today from David Andrews, who was very emotional. Uh, as I had mentioned previously in interviews this week and leading up to today, considering that, well, his coach, the only coach he's ever played for, the coach who didn't draft him but said he loved him and wanted to make sure that he was a part of his football future here in Foxborough. His coach could be saying farewell. David Andrews was very emotional. Uh, he still believes that he does have something left in the tank uh, but is noncommittal about saying as much at the moment. We have heard Dietrich Wise has stepped to the podium as well. Matthew Slater spoke for over 10 minutes 
Uh, we heard from Bailey Zappi. Ultimately, we will hear from Patriots coach Bill Belichick. Andy, I want you to go ahead now. Let's play preemptive adjective and then uh, post-interview adjective. Give me the word you believe will describe Belichick at the podium today. Um, reserved. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna go with um, whatever is the antonym for forthcoming. I was yeah, just gonna, yeah, I think he's gonna. Everything is gonna be tempered. He's not gonna get into. There's the, the word. Know, there'll be a I'll time go with for that. It, yep. I need to provide words for both of us now. Is that how this show works? Well, you uh, you brought Jeez. you brought enough to the table. Jeez, do you not share? I'm not great at sharing. No, I've noticed. <laughs> I you don't say, you don't say. <laughs> but yes, I I think he will be asked questions. He's going to try to nip those in the bud. But you know he'll talk about the game and the disappointment of the season and the game, but not get too big picture and say there'll be a time for that and all that. Yeah, there are photos at Patriots has posted to the uh, platform that some people now call Twix, the Twitter and X combo. Um, David Andrews, very emotional, crying when he was hugging Matthew Slater uh, in the locker room after the game. Uh, Patriots finished four and thirteen on the season. It's hard to believe the pa- how many games did the Patriots win at Gillette Stadium this year? Two, two and two, two and seven. On Uno, the Uno. Bills, just the Bills, right? The great game against the Bills, the comeback, they, the Mac Jones, the, St- the uh, Steelers, Broncos. That's right, Steelers, Broncos, Jets, all on the road. They won one game. I was Andy while I was in the. Uh, now just, I know why the crowd didn't show up. <laughs> well, can I just can I just say for can I just say for, for and no kid that what did they see this year it was ghastly. I mean, it wasn't for lack of effort by the team. We will give them that. Like you said earlier, there's not a single person, it seemed, that was making the kind of business decisions we thought they would be making today, including Vidarian Lowe, who has been mocked, derided, ridiculed, and more by media, fan, and alike. Uh, still out there playing his ass off, trying to earn a spot on another NFL roster, maybe here in Foxborough, practice squad, whatever. You have to respect the effort. But in terms of the fans, the people at the stadium, etc., I'll say this. I walked by one of the, as I was in the north end zone by the Ultra Jumbotron, we call Ultron. I was over there before the halftime show, and I, I breezed by some of the end zone militia members, uh, and I he had his, you know, had his, you know, you know, uh, you know, rifle in hand his musket if you will and i said oh geez you haven't had to use that much this year he said this year i haven't barely fired this thing in three years oh that's even sad. they're down you i keep telling you losing is undefeated add to the list it has broken the end zone militia and the musket men their guns have rusted and seized up from lack of use so that's the whole thing that saltpeter and gunpowder ain't getting any younger you know what i'm talking about guy 617-779-7937 is the number let's take a call andy and welcome in as we head to the top of the five o'clock hour here on the six rings post game show on weei let's talk to uh great name great location this should be a terrific call george in narragansett rhode island you are our first caller up today on the six rings post game so what's up georgie how's it going guys hey I, wait, ne- never better guy never better how about you uh i'm all right so all right. Th- this is my thoughts i got a buddy who's got he's got season tickets right okay no one wanted to go we had four free tickets we were a game to go to the game you know mm-hmm. but this weather is terrible, man. I don't know if you guys like driving in the snow. I hate it. So that is the only reason that we did not drive up to this game. Shout out to the 38,000 that did. They're braver than I am, but man, I just couldn't do it. That's the only reason. Okay. That's fair. Okay. That was now. So the weather was a deterrent. 
for you coming yeah, to the game 100%. today, George. Coming up from uh, coming up from good old I mean, Kansas. I would have loved. I would have loved to see Belichick's last game. Shouldn't be his last game because I think he still is the goat. He's okay. got eighty million in cap space. We got a top three draft pick. Folks on the offense got the elite defense. Ten wins next year if Belichick stays. But whoa, that's why I'm not Robert Kraft. But you know. So, George, let me ask you this question. That's uh, the one reason? That's the yeah. one thing that separates you and Robert? <laughs> it, wait, that what is it that separates billion. you and Robert Kraft? Uh, making good business decisions. Yes. Oh, he, uh, he's made a couple. He's bow. made a couple. No, although... no, no, no hate to Robert. Love him. Love the guy. Met him once. Great guy. But, you know. Brag. I think yeah, I gonna, I, getting rid of Belichick, I think, gonna, is a mistake. Hold on one sec. Hey, uh, can somebody upstairs find Mr. Kraft? George from Narragansett is on the line. He wants to say hi. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, George, let me ask you this. As as somebody who yeah. has seen one in many a Patriots games, wished he was here today, uh, let me just mm-hmm. tell you for the record, you didn't miss much. Uh, although, yeah, you know, every opportunity to say goodbye to a legend and then some should be taken and not for granted. Mm-hmm. What right. is it that convinces you that Bill Belichick coming back next year in light of the pieces we read recently, what we've seen in terms of an on-field product, the dysfunction we've read about once again, uh, permeating the halls, the locker room, the meeting rooms, the offices, etc. What makes you think, just because Bill, whose who's resume and acumen cannot be denied or ever put down, but what makes you think that he's just going to magically turn everything around in one season? And put me on the spot here. Well, I think going for a new head coach and you got to replace the GM position if you get rid of Belichick, I think that distracts Kraft and whoever they get for a new GM going into this offseason. I think that distracts them from focusing on what really needs to happen, which is focus on the offense because the defense is there. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one for sure, George. Take care, buddy, and a happy new year too as well. Uh, thanks for calling in. George's line is open at 617-779-7937. I don't think whoever takes over next year, Andy, is going to have to uh, spend nearly as much time. Now, I don't know who their coordinator is going to be, if there is indeed, in fact, nothing is confirmed, nothing has been substantiated or or leaked and even more than alleged. But I don't think whoever takes over next year is going to have to spend nearly as much time with the defense as the offense. So does that make you think, let's just sort of, you know, what if in sports radio this, Given the tr- that the troubles have more recently been on offense, that it's been the offense that has faltered, I know the defense has had a hard time against the elite and more mobile of quarterbacks, but, I mean, if you had to p- point a finger between A or B, it's the offense that has damned this team more than not over the last couple of years. So does oh, it yeah. make you think for a second that maybe a more offensive-minded coach would do this team a world of good? Um, I know that's the consensus among many Patriots fans, led by their nighttime leader Rich Keefe, who wants anything offensive. He doesn't want. He doesn't even want to ponder defensive options. He lo- but you know, Rich, he loves bat flips and touchdowns. I know he think he thought Josh Gordon was a top five or ten receiver when he arrived in New England. Like he is blinded by hopeful, optimistic offensive football. Um. But, I mean, that argument, they, they, their offense has not been good. And we thought Bill O'Brien was going to bring credibility and consistency, and he didn't. Um, and he now people are saying, like, this is archaic. I, I tweeted something out about, like, Jim Harbaugh, I would consider him. And they're like, his is the only offense more archaic than the Patriots coming out of the Big Ten. Yeah, that's what we need. That'll be great. Like, so most people have an appetite for... I think like Mike McDaniel, a young, fun, high-powered offense, sling it, exciting, motion, all these things, which everybody likes that, right? Like everybody loves watching fun offense going back to the run and shoot in Houston 
four decades ago like or or in atlanta or wherever it's been over the years that's great but to do that you got to get the coach and i would argue you got to get the talent i mean if they had nailed the mac jones pick the sony michelle pick the isaiah win pick the um nikhil harry pick nikhil harry pick if they nailed all those picks i don't think we'd be talking about bill belichick leaving the patriots andy i don't think we'd be talking about bill belichick likely leaving the new england patriots uh, and Patriots fans, by the way, it is seven to seven right now in our nation's capital with eleven minutes left, and the Washington Commanders, uh, Emmanuel Forbes, who was selected just one pick ahead of Christian Gonzalez in the mm. 2023 draft, just grabbed a tipped ball at midfield and returned it into Cowboys territory. So do not write the second pick overall out of the frame or out of your life just yet, Patriots fans. We will keep a good eye on this one. Uh, well, what should we call this tank watch? Sure. I'm yeah, going to well, tell you what you can call it. Oh, watch. Cause if they get the number two pick, you're going to be seeing my O face at the end of this show. Oh boy, man. I've had to hear everything about yelling at Patriots fans, th- jumbo plates of Mexican food, O faces and more. Uh, your bingo. Cr- your, your, <laughs> thank you very By much. God, that kid's a Ryland so cool. doing. There's your, uh, your, uh, your Andy hey, Hart Chad bingo Ryland, card should be you- full. You well, see hey, Christmas? listen, he hasn't, he hasn't, hasn't missed, missed a kick this year. No, no, don't say that. You just say I this beat you year. to it. <laughs> you don't say this. You don't say 2024, though. That gives away, like, the idea. You just say yeah, he hasn't missed a kick this year because people respond with, what are you talking about? He, he missed them all year long. He, he took all their no, kicks. They don't, that's they don't get the season. Yeah, yeah, they don't, yeah, just, they don't get the People don't want to have fun. No, they, There's a little too much. Anymore. There is a little too much self-seriousness in all oh, of the. In, you you yeah, think? Yeah, everybody. Nobody can take a joke. Then I'm then when I respond with like my panda emoji, they have no idea what that means and they get angrier. Like, can we just have fun on Twitter? The now the panda emoji, uh, just fill me in or at least for the panda illiterate on uh, the socials is for uh, it's up to interpretation. I'm, I don't send it with any intention, nor do I believe it should be received with any specific intention. But people do. I think they think I'm calling them out, calling them around like I, I have no idea. I really don't know what it means. And that's the beauty of it. The sender nor the receiver knows what it means. Ah, good times. I think we're all, I, I think, God have mercy on all of us. Just two hours and 15 minutes left to go here on today's. What, are you trying six, to put a bullet in this show? No, are you kidding me? I'm trying to. This is the I, best show ever. We've had more energy in this show than we've had the last five weeks combined. I would highly doubt that. However, there's been more energy in this program today than I would dare say in most other postgame shows, let alone the effort and energy uh, and the game put forth on the field today as well. Let me ask you this. What was the moment? Was there even a moment today in watching the game? And you could tell that the, well, what's the point? He's probably going to get fired anyway. Energy. Oh, and what's the point? It doesn't matter in terms of playoffs and the Jets stink and I don't even care about draft picks. Was there any one moment today? You, anyone that's within the sound of my voice right now, I don't even think that, you know, you know, where we at Gillette right now, I don't even think you would probably find many after tailgates going on right now or people sitting under their tents lighting a, a, a second celebratory burger and hot dog or rib supper to wait out the storm, although it should stop snowing, I guess, somewhere between 530 and 6 in the greater parts of Boston. But um, was there any moment today where you got like some just a vibe, some feel, something to really cheer for? There were a couple of big cheers tops in the stadium today from what I heard, but there just wasn't like any wave of emotion to grab onto today, and I don't think that was just because of the Spartan attendance. Well, I think some of that is the 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 situation. Like, it is, I know 
players and coaches can push back against this, but it's kind of a meaningless game. I know it's not meaningless to the people on the field. I I, I get that. Mm -hmm. Give it your all. You're putting your body and your health on the line. All of that next year, tape. I get all of that. But from a fan perspective, and I saw an interesting answer on All Access from Matthew Slater. Steve Burton asked him, what would you say to the fans? And he thanked them, and he said he didn't understand the passion until he got here. And then he said he thanked them because he loves football, but without the fans, it's no different than him just playing with his son in the basement. The fans are what make it an event. The fans are what make it something spectacular. And I, I love when players acknowledge that. I've always gotten upset with people that say, you know, too much attention and this and that. And I've always said, if you don't like the attention, you can go find an abandoned football field in Iowa and play football with, like, buddies. And guess Mm -hmm. what? You're playing football. You're playing the game you love. You're you're more than welcome to do that. The fans are part of the event. The fans are part of the environment that creates the greatest events in terms of regular sports on the planet. And when the fans are either – half there, which they were half there, and then half invested. Because right. i got to think of the 38,000 that are there. Um, I'm going to say 29,000 are rooting for the higher draft pick, so they kind of won't be upset if you lose. I, I think more of them were actually rooting for Belichick to go out a winner, to beat the Jets, to smile, to want to like give You might salute. be right. And I, I give and you I, credit. You might be right, because the ones I that do. root for the draft pick are probably on their asses on their couch, and I was yelling at them in particular. <laughs> probably, probably so. Uh, I think that is reasonably informed and rather uh, astute speculation on our behalf. 617-779-7937 is your telephone number. Quick break now. When we come back, hopefully we'll get Bill Belichick live at the podium from Gillette Stadium in what could be his farewell postgame presser. This is the Six Rings postgame show live on Boston Sports Original, 93.7 FM, WEEI.